Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Canty and Carlin on this breaking news Wednesday on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and on ESPN+. Plus. ESPN Radio is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. I'm Amber Wilson. He's Mike Wells. We are taking you up until 7 o'clock Eastern, filling in for the guys. You can tweet to both of us at Amber W Sports, at Mike Wells NFL. You can also give us a call on the CC call-in line at one triple eight say espn 888-729-3776. Mike, just before before the show sports it happened it happened for us it is the gift that keeps on giving to sports radio and today it wasn't Kyrie it wasn't KD it wasn't anything NBA offseason related it was the NFL coming through for us the NFL offseason is ablaze because it has finally happened Baker Mayfield is no longer on the Cleveland Browns roster he has been traded to the Carolina Panthers in exchange for a conditional draft pick it's expected to be either a fourth or fifth round pick in 2024 the Panthers are going to pay 4.85 million of Mayfield's salary while the Browns they're going to pay 10 and a half million of it Mike but they finally got the deal done the Browns were not in the best bargaining position for this one their backs were against the wall the Panthers knew it they were patient but they still ended up getting their guy Basically, the Cleveland Browns told the um, Brooklyn Nets, "Hey, please hold my, please hold our beer right now because we are about to start moving and start shaking and finally get rid of Baker Mayfield, something that had been expected for several months." And props, major, major props to the Carolina Panthers. They have needed a quarterback. It was clear that Sam Darnold was not going to be the answer. They drafted uh, Matt Carell out of Mississippi during the draft. And so the Panthers sat back and waited because when both sides, meaning Baker and the Browns, made it clear that he was not going to be the starter that um, next season, everything favored whatever t- what other t- whatever team sat back and said, okay, we're going to get the best deal possible. Just think about this for a second, Amber. Baker Mayfield, number one overall pick in 2018 drafted, I mean, excuse me, traded for a fourth or potentially fifth round draft pick. You would have never thought that a guy who was taken number one overall and who's talented, he has he has plenty of talent. He just hasn't been able to piece it all together um, and, and show what he can do outside of that 11 and five season in 2020. Outside of that, I mean, it's pretty, I mean, that's, that portion of it's remarkable, right, Mike? I mean, yes. not only are we talking about a former number one overall pick, but we are talking about a former number one overall pick with an 11-5 and five season and with a win in the postseason, right? I mean, that is where we're at with Baker Mayfield. And not only did he get traded for what could be a fifth rounder, but also with a partial, them having only pay par, a partial component of his salary. Peanuts. I mean, pay, they're they're, 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 paying, they're peanuts. paying peanuts. They're paying $4 million for a former number one overall pick. If I had, if we went back in a time machine to 2018, don't know if you're interested, don't know what you were doing back in 2018, Mike Wells, but ride with me on this one. We're in the time machine. We're going back to 2018. And I had told you right before that draft that the guy drafted number one and the guy drafted number three were going to end up on the same roster one day 
and not many other people around the league, frankly, would want them. And they would end up on the same roster one day with another guy who was taken in a third round of a draft in the future. And it's that guy who's probably the future of that team. Like, how insane is that if we were back in 2018 and somebody was telling us that for that draft? First of all, I would say you were crazy, Amber, for even thinking about that. But, I mean, that just tells you how quarterbacks starved some teams in the NFL are. The the Carolina Panthers traded for Sam Darnold just a couple seasons ago and already have waved a, wet, a white towel and threw it in at the 50-yard line and said, Sam's not our guy. So let's go ahead and see what Baker Mayfield can do and see if he potentially can be it. And if Baker doesn't pan, doesn't pan out, we can get, we can get uh, go ahead and turn the corner and go with a guy who we selected in the draft. I mean, first of all, it just tells you that um, the Carolina Panthers are spinning their wheels hoping – one of these three guys can step to the forefront and compete and be their starter for years to come because everybody is, you know, essentially 26, 27 years old or younger in the quarterback room for the Panthers. It is a very young quarterback room. You have the number one, the former number one overall pick in Baker. You've got the former third overall pick in Sam Darnold. You've got this year's selection, Matt Corral, in that room. So a lot of competition on that Carolina Panthers squad. But reportedly, the Panthers were interested in Baker from the get. They were patient, and their patience probably paid off in a big way, which is why they were able to get the Browns to pick up such a significant portion of Baker's salary this year. Jake Trotter, ESPN's NFL Browns reporter, was on Barton Hahn earlier reacting to this Baker Mayfield trade this was the team that was most interested in Baker from the beginning the Carolina Panthers this was the team that they had been negotiating with you know for the last couple of months really going back to the draft and this was the team I had you know barring an injury to a quarterback elsewhere that I expected Baker to be traded to it was just a question of when it was going to to happen, and so it's going to be interesting to see in Carolina if Baker can beat out Sam Darnold and be the Week One starter. Uh, oh, by the way, the the Panthers open up with the Cleveland Browns. That should be a yeah. fun uh, <laughs> Week One game. So this is what the Browns have been trying to do for a while. They never had any plans of Baker being the starter if Deshaun Watson gets suspended. It's always going to be Jacoby Brissett. Uh, their preference was to to get a deal done and to try to eat the least amount of salary possible and get at least some draft pick both of which they were finally able to do. I never was sure that this landing spot made much sense because the Panthers have Sam Darnold, who's a quarterback, frankly, in a very similar position as Baker, right? And then because they drafted a quarterback in this past draft in Matt Corral, once they did that, I wasn't sure that they were really in on the Baker Mayfield transaction. So I thought maybe Seattle would be more like, yeah, I thought it was Seattle because I'm like, I I thought it would be more likely they would go ahead and bring in Baker over Drew Locke out in Seattle. However, it's this price tag. It's the Panthers' patience, I feel like, is what paid off so much here that they were able to get him for $4 million. At that point, why not? You know, why not throw him in the room and see? Maybe he surprises you. Maybe he looks like 2020 Baker Mayfield again, and you do move forward with him for a few years. I don't know what that means for Matt Corral. I mean, that's something that we're going to be discussing throughout the show. There's lots of storylines to this trade just from the Panthers' perspective alone, Mike. But I do think when you're talking $4 million because the Browns are picking up so much of his salary, sure, why not? That's like bargain shopping right there. That's like going to Dollar General, Amber, for what what the uh, Carolina Panthers are paying the Cleveland Browns. I mean, for the Browns, that tells you how desperate the Browns were 
to trade Baker. I mean, you think about it from this perspective of the fact that there's a you know significant chance that Deshaun Watson, once his legal, once he finds out what his punish, punishment is going to be, is going to miss a significant amount of time of the 2022 season. And the Browns said, you know what, it, it, we're too far down the road to try to repair this relationship with Baker Mayfield, so we are going to still move him and. Uh, the Carolina said, hey, yeah, yeah, we'll take it. Well, you know, four and a half million dollars. That's nothing. That's like, you know, in NFL standards, that's like you and I, you know, look underneath the cushions of our couch at home and we, we move on and uh, and just say, we'll give you that and we'll take Baker. No big deal. Is that still a thing in 2022? I mean, I know that's like the old saying, like our kids listening to us and they're like, what are they taught? What is under the cushions in the couch? Nobody knows what changes anymore in 2022. That used to be a thing, kids. You would find money in your couch that fell out of your pocket. So we will continue this Baker Mayfield trade conversation. What does it mean for the Browns and the rest of the AFC North? That's in just a moment. But first, a word from Vivid. The 2022 baseball season is in full swing, and you can be there to catch all the action live with Vivid Seats. Get out to the ballpark and experience every home run, every web gem, and every walk-off. And with Vivid Seats rewards, you'll start earning free tickets from your very first purchase. Buy 10 tickets, get the 11th one for free. That's like getting 10% back on every ticket. From the box seats to the bleachers, Vivid Seats has you covered with tickets at great prices all summer long. Just visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, life happens live. The best thing for Baker Mayfield is to find a landing spot where he can go out there and showcase what he can do. The trade has happened. Baker Mayfield has been moved by the Cleveland Browns. To the Panthers in exchange for a conditional draft pick. He had us believing that Odell Beckham was barbecue chicken. Baker is eating a portion of the salary. And I think that's what actually greased the wheels to make the trade happen. A long national nightmare is over in the NFL. It is over in the NFL. At least we have a conclusion. We know where Baker Mayfield will be playing football this season. For more help on the Baker Mayfield trade, let's bring in another voice. Jerome Bettis, Pro Football Hall of Famer, of course, joins us. Jerome Bettis is here on behalf of American Century Golf Championships. And Jerome, let's just start with your reaction. Baker Mayfield is now a Carolina Panther. Well, you, you know, we knew this was a very likely landing spot uh, for him, considering that uh, Carolina is in a position where they, they need another quarterback to, to figure out, you know, who can be the starting quarterback there in Carolina. So so that that's not unexpected. What you didn't know was how it was going to work itself out because uh, as, as we went closer and closer to the season, the Cleveland Browns were, were becoming more and more desperate, obviously, because he was still on the roster, knowing that they needed to move him. So this was something that we knew was going to happen. I think uh, for Baker, this is an opportunity for him. He's looking at this saying, hey, this is my opportunity to try to make amends in terms of my game. I can show people I can still be uh, a starting, a playoff quarterback in the NFL. So he has a, a tremendous opportunity in front of him. Jerome, what does Baker have to do to get back on track? I mean, he's got uh, he, he had a season at, with where he led Cleveland to an eleven and five record, got a playoff victory. From what you've seen from him, you know what you saw from last season. What does he have to do to kind of get where people start believing in him again to show that he could be a franchise quarterback? The, the key thing you just said is is to get people believing in him. What, what has to happen is he has to ingratiate himself in that locker room. His teammates have to first believe 
playing quarterback is inspiring the other players, not just your play, but getting your your teammates uh, to play at a different level, to get them to follow you, right, uh, down the path of success. And so that's the, the, the area where I think Baker Mayfield has to do his best job at reinventing himself because, you know, in Cleveland, that wasn't the case, you know, that locker room, it was it was fractured. Yet some people believed in him, some people didn't, and it, it just caused a problem. He has to go into Carolina. He has to humble himself. He has to be an incredible teammate, so that when he gets his opportunity, he's ready uh, to to seize it, and his teammates are ready to go along for the ride. Jerome Bettis, Pro Football Hall of Famer, joining us here on Canty and Carlin. Amber Wilson and Mike Wells filling in for the guys. So, Jerome, let's look at the AFC North. What does this mean? Let's take the Cleveland Browns component of this because this is, I guess, slightly less drama now that they don't have Baker Mayfield on their roster anymore. We're still awaiting the news of a potential Deshaun Watson suspension. What do you make of this upcoming season for the Cleveland Browns? Well, what I make is that this is going to be a, a kind of a patchwork year. Obviously, you don't have, you won't have uh, your starting quarterback for a portion of the year. We don't know if it's the full year. If it's not, uh, at the very least, it's going to be a significant portion of the year. And so, with that being said, you have to think that they will be okay. They, they, I don't think they're going to be competitive in the landscape of playing for uh, AFC North title. Uh, but I think they'll be a, they have the potential to be a spoiler because they've got a really good football team, uh, and if they can get any productivity from the quarterback position, then it should be a good season, not necessarily a great season, but it, it should be a little less than 500, maybe right below 500. You know, Jerome, we can't get through this segment without asking about uh, your Pittsburgh Steelers uh, selecting Kenny Pickett. How long do you think it'll take before uh, Kenny Pickett is um, the starting quarterback for the Steelers? Well, it, it, here's, here's the dilemma that the Steelers are in. They've got a playoff-caliber football team uh, at every every place else but the quarterback position. They've got veteran receivers. They've got a veteran uh, running back. They've got a defense that's a playoff-caliber defense with, with the sack leader. I mean, they've got a tremendous football team if you look at them outside a quarterback position, right? So if if you can manage the game and score, you know, 21, 24 points a game, you've got a chance to be in every football game you're going to play. Now, can that happen? Can Mr. Biscay do that? Can Kenny Pickett do that? That that becomes the question. So I think this is going to be uh, a competitive situation because the Steelers understand that they're not that far off. If they can get some uh, some type of consistency from the quarterback position, then they've got a chance to be pretty good. So I think uh, the Kenny Pickett uh, opportunity will come later in the year if uh, the 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 Mitch Trubisky era does not uh, fare very well. I think they're going to give Mitch um, a lot of rope uh, because uh, they have a really good football team. So he's going to get a, a, a ton of runway. If he can find a way to, to, to be good, then I think he stays. Jerome Bettis joining us on behalf of American Century Golf Championships. Jerome, thanks so much for joining us. No problem. Thanks for having me, guys.
So lots of breaking news, Mike Wells, to unpack, because there's so many components to this. Like Jerome just said, there's ramifications, obviously, for the Cleveland Browns this season as well. Less drama, maybe, Mike, on that team. I I don't know. There's still a lot of drama with Deshaun Watson on your roster as well, but with Baker no longer part of the conversation, slightly less drama. Do you think that helps the Browns focus in at all anymore? Or do you think it doesn't matter, room? really, to that locker room? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. He's not inside that locker room. They got they got bigger issues uh, to be worried about right now in Cleveland. Um, if anything, you know, they need to be more worried about Jacoby Brissett being prepared to be the starting quarterback of next season. So, yes, Baker is outside that locker room. And you think about Baker Mayfield, Amber. Remember, he was making comments about Odell Beckham Jr., made it seem like it wasn't his fault, a lot of finger pointing. And that's the last thing you want. Every locker room has issues at times. But you can't have your quote-unquote leaders, you know, being part of that drama. And you can't have the quarterback supposed to be the face of the franchise involved in it. And it brings down, then you start dividing the locker room on the he said, she said type of thing. So that part is good for Cleveland and the Bakers out. But obviously, you know, they got, they got another quarterback issue that they're going to be dealing with for who knows how long. I do think that this idea that Baker Mayfield isn't good for your locker room has been something that people have really been piling on since Baker didn't have a very good season this past season. So it's been easy to do, although there was a viable reason for that, right, Mike? I mean, he was injured for the whole season. He did make a tackle that he shouldn't have ever made. Like he was out there trying to play through injury when frankly, maybe he shouldn't have done that. And I think that it helped kind of advance this narrative that just sort of, in my opinion, spun out of control almost like, yes, of course there are times that Baker has said things to the media that maybe he shouldn't. But I also hate this idea that we need all these quarterbacks in the NFL to be robots. I think that that is a bit overstated. I don't know what kind of leader Baker Mayfield is going to be in Carolina, but hopefully he learned from some of the lessons with the Browns situation because that has been so much of the talk when we talk about Baker Mayfield. Like People overlook the good season that he had in 2020 because of what happened this past season and then some of those other drama-type storylines, like you said, with OBJ. Well, first of all, you, you, you have to hope that Baker Mayfield is very humbled right now. I don't think he envisioned when he got selected as a top pick in 2018 that after four seasons he would be caught up in so much drama. You know, the franchise saying they wanted an adult to lead them and being on his second team already. So, if anything, Baker should be humbled. He, he, you know, because if he was that good and that, you know, that talented and not dealing with drama, he'd still be in Cleveland. Deshaun Watson would not be, you know, the starting quarterback for the Browns at some point, whether it's next season or the season after whatever, Baker would be here. So, so he had, Baker has no right to come in and be strutting or dancing like he did uh, in that video when he was at Oklahoma. He should come in and basically do whatever it takes to win over the coaching staff, the front office and all of his teammates, not just his offensive teammates, but the entire locker room and show that he's not that pain in the rear end guy that people are perceiving, perceived him to be when he was in Cleveland. I mean, we're talking about the guy who was planting flags in the middle of fields in college, right? We're exactly. talking about the guy who's the best actor. Let's be real. He's the best actor <laughs> in the entire NFL. He could probably go be a star in something else if he wanted to be. And yet we expect him with football to be humble because that's what we expect in the NFL. But we'll, well see. basically just grow up. Basically, he just needs to grow up. He has to grow up. That's that's the that's the, the short version. He has to grow up and stop being immature. Honestly, I don't think we'd mind all of that, the flash 
flashy, the ego, the swag. I don't think we'd mind it if he was winning. I think the problem is that he hasn't been doing that. And then there's questions, undersized, all that other stuff that comes with Baker Mayfield. But we will continue to get into Baker Mayfield's future now that we know it is in Carolina, at least for the time being. How does the Baker Mayfield trade impact all components of both the Browns and the Carolina Panthers. That's next. This is Canty and Carlin with Amber Wilson and Mike Wells. ESPN Radio's NFL Two-A-Days. An in-depth preview of every team in the National Football League. Two teams every day as we storm towards training camp. NFL Two-A-Days continues on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The best thing for Baker Mayfield is to find a landing spot where he can go out there and showcase what he can do. The trade has happened. Baker Mayfield has been moved by the Cleveland Browns. To the Panthers in exchange for a conditional draft pick. He had us believing that Odell Beckham was barbecue chicken. Ride with me on this one. We're in the time machine. We're going back to 2018. And I had told you that the guy drafted number one and the guy drafted number three were going to end up on the same roster one day. A long national nightmare is over in the NFL. Amber Wilson and Mike Wells filling in for the guys here on Canty and Carlin. You can tweet to us at Amber W Sports at Mike Wells NFL. You can also give us a call in the CC call in line at triple eight say ESPN. We want to know from you what is your reaction to this big trade news? Baker Mayfield has finally been traded. He is no longer a Cleveland Brown. He is, in fact, a Carolina Panther. Give us a call, 888-729-3776. And on the CC call-in line is where we find Scott. He is in Virginia. Scott, what's your reaction to the Baker Mayfield news? As a Panther fan, I think it might end up being really good. Uh, Right now, Sam Darnold being the starting quarterback, it tends to lose. But I think Baker... Being a former number one, I think he'll have the time and take patience to learn the playbook. I mean, injuries plagued him is the reason he has a 500 record. But in the imaginary world where injuries never happened, he could have had like a 70% win percentage or something like that. So I yeah. think Stepper's really looking at the – Yeah, I mean, obviously, injuries are a big part of the Baker Mayfield story. Now, there's concerns there because some people think that injuries will always be part of the Baker Mayfield story because some people consider him undersized, under center, and you have to have a good line in front of Baker Mayfield in order to protect him. There's going to be questions there from the Panthers' perspective, Mike. I do think it's funny, though, that caller said, you know, him being a former number one overall pick, he'll – 
he'll take the time to learn the playbook. And I'm thinking like, yeah, but what about the dude who's the former number three overall number three pick overall. in the same draft? You know, you already had him on your roster hey, and well, that here, one wasn't working deal. out. Here, here, here's the deal, Amber. You know, the, the, the New York Jets traded up from number six to number three with the Colts in 2018 mm-hmm. to get Sam Darnold. That last that honeymoon period only lasted a couple seasons. So ba- Sam Darnold has went from being a guy a team traded up for at number three to being traded, and now potentially being a backup in just for his first four years in the NFL. Maybe maybe this might be a case where the teams just overvalued Sam Darnold, or maybe Sam Darnold has something left, and you know bringing in Baker Mayfield will motivate him. I think if you're a professional athlete getting paid a lot of money to be a starting quarterback, nothing should motivate you. You should be a self-starter. But, no, that it, it's the writing's on the wall. The writing's on the wall, in my opinion, that ba- that uh, Sam Darnold's time is going to be up with the Carolina Panthers because if he was truly that good, A, the Panthers, Panthers would have won more games, and, B, Carolina said Carolina would have said, you know what, I know we only got to pay, you know, you know, four plus million dollars for Baker Mayfield and give up a fourth or fifth round draft pick. But we have our guy. We don't have no interest in Baker Mayfield. So I think by bringing in, bringing in Baker, it just says, hey, Sam, you're just not good enough to be the guy as a starting quarterback to lead us to the playoffs in Carolina. I think if Carolina believed he was going to turn into that guy, they wouldn't have bothered to spend anything, not a dollar, on Baker Mayfield. To your point, yes, they got him on the cheap. He's available. Why not? But if I'm Sam Darnold, I'm not feeling great about the confidence level that my organization just gave me by bringing Baker Mayfield. Right, by bringing Baker Mayfield. Well, good luck with that. By bringing Baker Mayfield (laughs) into the the market, Sam. Sorry, but uh, good luck with that. Bringing Baker into my locker room, though, I'm not feeling great about it. I don't know if I'm feeling great about either if I'm Matt Corral, right? Because it seems like this would be his team moving forward one day when they bothered to draft him, albeit third round, but they bothered to still spend draft capital on him, right? To still utilize that pick on him for that position. And so when they did that, Mike, I actually didn't think that they were necessarily going to make the move for Baker, but in fact, they did. They saw the opportunity and they were the team really that was interested in Baker Mayfield from the get. Willie, is in North Carolina. Willie, what are your thoughts on this Baker Mayfield trade? Hey, thanks. Um, I'm a big Panther fan, have been since the beginning, live in North Carolina. I was uh, from Southern Cal, though, so I'm a big USC Trojan fan. I was geeked up when Sam Darnold got traded, and he looked good. Until Christian McCaffrey got hurt, they traded away their tight end. And um, for a cornerback, I, I hope that Baker Mayfield is a good backup to Sam Darnold. Um, I think they're in for, for some competition, but clearly at this point, Sam Darnold has not proved himself, and Baker Mayfield has had a better career, but I, I, if I have to pick one or the other, I'm going with Sam Darnold. Baker Mayfield has had a better career. I, I guess if you're making the argument for Sam Darnold, Mike, you could point out the fact that Sam Darnold hasn't had, the good, hasn't had as good of teams around him as Baker Mayfield has when he had the success, right? Mike, I mean, who's the better quarterback here in your mind? Is it That's Baker right. or is it Sam? Um, I'm, I'm going to have to say it, it is Baker. Um, you know, Baker, given opportunity, when staying healthy, I believe he can lead a team. I mean, we, we saw it a couple seasons ago when Cleveland went 11-5 and got to, and got to the playoffs. Sam Darnold, yes, um, his talent hasn't been great around him, 
But I mean, the most victory Sam Darnold has in his career is seven. He, they, you know, the New York Jets went seven and six in 2019. They followed up by going two and ten. When I mean, excuse me, he went two and ten the following season before uh, getting traded to Carolina. Again, Sam Darnold potentially could be on his third team if it doesn't work out in in Carolina. I mean, Baker had he has all the tools. There's a reason why Cleveland took him number one overall in in uh, 2018 he just has to prove that he can stay healthy stop getting sacked so much he's had two seasons of at least where he was hacked at least 40 times mm-hmm. in, in a season you can't do that especially when you're already a tiny quarterback who's dealt with so many injuries but if you said hey mike give me one or the other i'm rolling with baker and telling him to kind of taper down his cockiness a little bit and see what we have I also believe more in Baker than Sam. But again, Baker's had the better teams around him. I don't know what Baker looks like on the teams that, you know, Sam has played. Hey, we're about to find out, right? We're about to find out what that looks like head-to-head straight up in a quarterback competition between these two. Baker's had more success in the NFL, so I'll go ahead and lean towards Baker. There are concerns, like you said. He spends way too much time on his back getting sacked. He is injury-prone because of that. He is an undersized quarterback, and so you still have all those concerns concerns, but certainly you don't have any more confidence or any more reason to really have any more confidence in Sam Darnold either. So it'll be really interesting to see how that plays out. And then again, Matt Corral also in that locker room. So the ton more to get to with this Baker Mayfield trade. He is now a Carolina Panther. We will continue to take your phone calls on the CC call in line at one triple eight, say ESPN 888-729-3776. And we will stick with the Browns conversation coming up here on Canty and Carlin. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Holmgren is the name in this last NBA draft that I feel like was the most household common name, Mike, right? Like a lot of people were really familiar with him because the dude's a bucket, the dude's seven feet tall, and he's flashy, right? And he's kind of swaggy. And so he's got it. Now he was not the number one overall pick in this draft, but you wouldn't know that if you're watching NBA Summer League because that dude is balling out. He made his debut on Tuesday night in Salt Lake City. He went for 23 points, seven boards, four assists, and six blocks, according to ESPN. Stats and info, Holmgren became the first player in summer league history to record at least five blocks and hit four three-pointers in a game. Mike Wells, what is your reaction to Jet Holmgren looking like a bucket out there at summer league? Well, first of all, I didn't, I didn't realize they kept stats like that in summer league to say first person to do <laughs> X, Y, and Z, taking it to another level there. You know what, I'm, I'm very intrigued on how Jet Holmgren's body is going to translate 
to the NBA. Yes, he had success in his first game, but now we're talking about an 82-game season. He's 7-1 and only 195 pounds soaking wet, Amber. I mean, can you Some imagine Some reports him? say a buck 90. Yes. And so, yes I, 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 threw five more, I threw five more pounds on there for Chet. So how is his body going to handle taking a pounding throughout the entire NBA season? And, you know, people can say, well, he'll get in the weight room. He'll get in the weight room. I mean, when's the kid going to get in the weight room then? Because, you know, you're going to be facing the Draymond Greens and, you know, the 6'10 guys that have 2% body fat, fat and built with all this muscle, and you think you're going to have that type of success. I hope it works out. But in the playground days when I grew up, when you saw somebody that skinny, you said, let's go to work because he's lighting the booty. He's lighting the booty, so let's go ahead and pound him because at some point his, he's going to break down because he can't stand, he can't handle all the, you know, the constant hitting on his body and everything. So great opening game for Chet. But now let's get to the regular season when he gets to the real NBA players. To see That's not fun. Him. Let's overreact to Summer League. That's what's <laughs> fun here, Mike Wells. He's only 20 years old, right? I mean, you gain weight as you get older anyways, okay? I'm, well, I'm, here, I'm here to tell you, kids, okay? <laughs> Uh, so it's going to happen anyways. However, uh, also it becomes a little easier if you actually want to accomplish that goal. So presumably it will be easier for him. The question is going to be, does he have enough time? Is he going to be able to make enough impact in the NBA when his body catches up to it? Because eventually he will be able to pack on more weight and more muscle. Of course, uh, he was playing against a jazz team that had eight undrafted players out there and taco fall. It's basically who he was playing against. Nevertheless, a historic performance in summer league. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Amber Wilson and Mike Wells filling in for the guys on Canty and Carlin. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save over $700 on average. So all hour long, we have been reacting to the news that Baker Mayfield has been traded to the Carolina Panthers. In return, the Browns get a fourth or fifth round pick in 2024, and they had to pick up a huge portion of Baker Mayfield's salary this season. The Browns will pay $10.5 million of that salary. The Panthers are only going to pay $4.85 million of that same salary. So they got him on the cheap there in Carolina, but they got their guy. We are taking your calls, getting your reaction to the Baker Mayfield trade. Give us a call on the CC call-in line at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Brandon is in Reno. Brandon, what's your reaction to Baker Mayfield being a Carolina Panther? I think this is a great opportunity for Baker. Frankly, I think he was kind of embarrassed by this whole situation. Uh, I think he has a lot of potential, and hopefully he uh, uses that motivation and can go and show people what he has because I definitely think he can be a starting quarterback in the NFL. 
This is the time for him to sort of resurrect things. And I hate saying, like, he needs to resurrect his career, Mike. Because, again, I almost feel like that's too harsh on Baker. We're talking about a bad season. Ah, bad season, right? I mean, it was this past season, and he had a torn labrum. So there was a potential reason for it. He decided not to get the mid-season surgery in order to repair it. He decided to try to be out there and play through it and be out there for his guys. And you're kind of darned if you do, darned if you don't in sports where we would have chastised Baker for not being out there for his teammates if he had the opportunity to be. And then when he went out there and it didn't look pretty because he had a torn labrum in his non-throwing arm, then we're chastising him for playing through it and being too tough. It felt a little bit like Baker wasn't going to be able to win after that injury this season. But here we are in a place now where people feel like Baker needs to resurrect his career. Yeah, you know it, it's it's interesting. We've seen we've seen it no matter whatever sport that you know if a guy sits out because he's injured and he needs to have some you know something done to his body and if he can play through it and people say oh no you know what he put he, you know he's selfish he's worried about himself only that's why he decided to sit out and get you know get a hundred percent healthy. You know, I've heard athletes all the time say you're never a hundred percent healthy during the season. You get healthy in the off season. And for Baker to want to continue to play, that shows how competitive he is. It probably hurt him in the long run uh, from a production standpoint. You can't knock a guy who says, I want to be out there for my teammates and try to help them win, whether I'm playing, whether I'm 100% or not. So from there, it, it, it's it's tough. I think you no know, matter where or however long Baker Mayfield plays in the NFL – He's going to have to shake off that reputation. All right, is he, can he stay healthy throughout the season and lead a team? And it's going to continue to go on now that he's in Carolina with the Panthers. You know, Baker Makefield can be good if, if he can stay healthy and, and, and play at a high level. He can potentially lead the Panthers, you know, to a playoff spot down the road if he can stay healthy. A lot of ifs involved with Baker and his health and his attitude. Charles is in Ohio on the CC call-in line. Charles, what do you make of this Baker Mayfield trade? First of all, I want to say you guys are doing a great job filling in for uh, Canty and Carlin. I love listening you. to you guys. Yes, um, you. Here's what I got to say. And Mike Wells, you hit it on the and it hit, hit it on the nose. It's his attitude. Like I'm an Ohio State Buckeye fan, and when the Browns drafted Baker, I couldn't stand it. I didn't root for Baker at all because his attitude of when he planted that Sooner flag in our stadium like that. Then my other point was going to be, do you think a lot of the receivers are wanting to probably talk to Hollywood Higgins since he's there now saying, hey, what is Baker really like? You know, I mean, the guy, yeah, he's a great competitor, but that attitude goes a long way. It does feel like the attitude seems to be a big problem for people with Baker, but Again, Mike, I think it's because it's the attitude coupled with the lack of winning. Like when he's the cocky quarterback in college, you can deal with it because he's winning and because he's the number one overall pick in that NFL draft. You don't like the flag planting. We all remember it, right? We remember that moment, but it's coming from the dude that ends up going number one in the NFL draft, at least. Like that man couldn't stay, stop winning when he was in college. It's a very different scenario in the NFL when you're talking about playing alongside professionals in a professional environment and you're not doing the winning. Maybe some of that attitude doesn't go as well in the locker room. No, exactly. You know what? How many athletes have you covered, Amber, or talked about or watched on TV where their arrogance is just off the chart? You're like, God, that guy is a complete beep, but he wins. 
Well, let's be real. The arrogance of most professional athletes is off the chart because we're talking about the top 1% of 1%, right? Like we're talking about dudes who are the best to ever do it. I mean, and it's such a small select few. And then also guys who are earning millions of dollars as they're doing it. But but just the great – like we're talking about people who were the best at every point, the best, right, in Little League, the best in middle school and high school, the best in college, and then they get to the pros and all of a sudden it's a very different landscape. Yeah, no, I mean, that, that, that is the case. But the way Baker does it, I mean, that's like T.O. when he was, you know, he, he at the, the star in Dallas. You mm-hmm. know what, though? T.O. Uh, is one of the best wide receivers of all time. Baker Mayfield's not one. He's not one of the best quarterbacks of all time. You can't. He may have been in college, but in the NFL, that type of stuff doesn't work out unless you're leading your team to the Super Bowl. And if I'm not mistaken, Baker Mayfield hasn't done that with the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, people don't want you to just talk the talk. They want you to walk the walk uh, in the NFL. And maybe that's some of the issue here with Baker Mayfield. But we'll see what it looks like in Carolina. Baker Mayfield is now a Carolina Panther, so he will get an opportunity here. I don't know if he's going to be the starting quarterback, if that will be Sam Darnold, but he will get an opportunity to revive or prove himself in the NFL. Coming up next, we talk some college football and a changing landscape. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 